Welcome, uh, church family and friends. Uh, I'm, I'm Steve Ogle, and I have the privilege of pastoring with my wife, Mamie, and my son, Benjamin, here at uh, Community Life Church in Butler, Pennsylvania. And I have been calling Butler, Pennsylvania the pearl of the world for decades. I came from a big city, and I come to this small town, and I just absolutely love it. And I want to thank you for connecting with us uh, on the, with this online experience. Uh, don't forget to make yourself available to our resources that we have on their uh, website for your children. We have something from preschool to high school. And hey, you know, leave a comment, if you would, please, uh, about how your kids are growing and how they like the resources. I'd like you to even leave a comment about how your family, how your family is growing as you start to give more time to prayer and reading scripture, how your family has changed and what the spirit of the living God has done. You know, you can change the atmosphere of your home by doing that. And, uh, you know, today, honestly, today I want to look at uh, some God-breathed wisdom and uh, in this God-breathed wisdom, this is going to be able to apply to your home life. And as um, all of us are waiting for this uh, relaunch of our economy, some of you are waiting to go back to work, some of you are waiting to open up your businesses. And uh, here at Community Life Church, we're, we are ready to open up the doors and welcome you back. It's just one of those times that uh, everybody is, is kind of closed in at their house. And uh, you know what? We really want you to find God. That's, that's what we're here about. We want you to know God. I mean, know the living God. And through his son, Jesus Christ, I want you to have this abundant life that he has provided for us, that he displays and lays out for us in the Bible. It doesn't just fall on you. But when you discover these things, what happens is that you are experiencing life, this abundant life, and then you find your divine purpose. And in this divine purpose that God has for you, whether you are working behind a counter or you're a president of a company, it will bring reward to you. Here in this life, here now, right now, but what's most important, it will be eternal blessing will be given to your account. Jesus says he's coming back and he's going to be bringing his reward with him. We here at Community Life Church want you to have rewards. And uh, I wanted to uh, have us look. I said we want to look at some God-breathed uh, wisdom. And I want you to have it. I want you to, to have it and be, have it imparted to your house, your home, and really your whole life. So let's, let's get rolling here. Um, and this is really important for us to know. There is a God side to every promise. And he's going to do his part. But then it's our part, your part, my part. It's a responsibility that all Christians have to receiving the blessings of God. God is going to do his part for sure. We know that. I think the holdup is on us. <laughs> we need to take responsibility. Amen. This is how you do it. You find the promises that are in the Bible. And there are plenty of them. And they are glorious. And you get them into your heart. 
You put them in your heart. You're reading them. Yes, you're reading them, but you're not just reading to get through it. You're reading them to plant them deep in your heart. Your inward man, the hidden man of the heart, your spirit. You know, we talk about the heart of a tree. Now, a tree doesn't have a heart. What are we talking about? We're talking about the very center, the very center. That's what you have to plant that into your heart. And then, (laughs) are you ready for this? Then you have to speak these promises out of your mouth. The Bible declares that that is the spirit of faith. We believe in our heart and we speak with our mouth. Your words are containers, really. The truth is, your, your words are containers of power. So let's use it right to bless, to build up, not to tear down. Amen? We're talking today about grace for the family. Grace for the family. This is how you're going to experience true life. You believe in your heart. You speak with your mouth. God's promises over you. You become the doer of the word. You become the doer of the word. Amen? So here we are at home. We're, we're at home more than normal. And again, it's... It, <laughs> tight quarters for most all of us. And the thing is, is that what I want you to do, I honestly want you to evaluate what you're doing during this time. You know, I'm putting it back on you now. I want you to evaluate what you're doing in this time. (laughs) And when we spend this much time together, kids, husbands and wives, our schedule's thrown off, there's pressures coming. What happens is that our weakest link happens to manifest. Our weakest link comes to the top at times. What do you do with that? This is important. What do you do with that? Well, we Christians... We actually ask God to help us with this weakest link. (laughs) Hey, it might manifest as anger, frustration. You might find out how selfish you are. (gasps) Ooh. (laughs) Go ahead, tell him he's talking about you. But these things are real. And you know what happens? Am I talking to the right people here? Just, just want to check it out. Am I talking to the right people here? Okay. <laughs> you know, What do you do with your weakest link? I'm going to say it again. Uh, we Christians invite God in to help us, uh, help refine us. You know, because he's, he said that we Christians are going to be refined. We're going to be refined. He says refined in fire. Trials. Just like what we're having now. Refine ourselves. He's refining. He's doing this out of love. I want you to look at this next scripture here. You know why? Um, Because we have time. We can. We can't run off to work and forget about what happened. 
we're here together. So let's let's take a look at what, how we can redefine ourselves with the help of God. Remember, we're talking about grace for the family. And grace, God's grace, is the power. It's power. It's power to change. And that's what we want to do. We, God wants us to be conformed to his image. Look at this scripture. I'm going to read it. It's Romans chapter 8, verse 29. And I'm going to read out of the Phillips translation. If you don't have a Bible, you're watching online. Download the Bible apps that are available. They're great. And they have a variety of different translations. I'm reading this one out of the Phillips. God in his foreknowledge chose them. He's talking about Christians. Them, Christians. God chose them to bear, I like this, family likeness of his son. That we might be the eldest, that he, Jesus, might be the eldest of the family of many brothers. We're his children. We're in God's family. Family's God's idea, remember? It's family. We're followers of the risen one. Listen, because we are followers of the risen one, Jesus Christ, when God speaks to us about our weakest link, it comes, sometimes we say, we put ourselves, oh, I'm so rotten, I'm so terrible, I'm so this, and I'm, that's not what, that's not what God is saying to you. Look at this next scripture, Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Look at it. Look at it. It's on your screen. Look really close. You can rejoice in this. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. <laughs> Woo! I'm telling you. So when these weak links, these sinful attitudes pop up, we got to deal with them. We must deal with them by asking God for his grace to change. And we repent. It's like this. It's the Lord, help me with this anger. I, I, I always blow up. I'm, help me with this anger. Help me deal with this controlling spirit. Why do I always have to be right? Forgive me, Lord. I'm asking you for help. I'm, I'm repenting. Gosh, you know, help me. I'm fault finding, Lord. I'm finding that I'm fault finding everybody. I have a bitter tongue. Uh, oh, oh, Lord, forgive me. I'm biting. I'm tearing people down. Forgive me, Lord. These things God is bringing to the surface because he wants to refine you. Christians ought not act like this. <laughs> hey, I think we all know when we're together, sometimes we have relational difficulties. And uh, listen, like that first scripture, he wants to conform us to his image. He wants us to have family traits. When problems arise, people sometimes get out of control and there's abuse. Whether it's physical abuse, mental abuse, verbal abuse. Hey, drug abuse and loss of control. I'm sorry to say it happens in Christian homes, but it shouldn't. The refinement of the Lord happens when we lay these heavy burdens on the table before him. I mean, we have to be honest with him if we're going to change. We lay them on the table. These are our weak links. We, we say, before you, Lord God, truly I need grace to change. He's going to answer that. You, he's going to answer that. Grace is the power of God. And it's available to all Christians. 
This is how we change. Look at this next scripture on the screen. Oh, I love this. Now, this is out of the Amplified Bible, and it's found in John chapter 1, verse 16. For out of his fullness, his abundance, Jesus, we're talking about Jesus. Out of his fullness and his abundance, we have all received, all had a share, and were all supplied with one grace after another. Spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing, even favor upon favor and gift. He, I like this, heaped upon gift. Our God is an abundant giver. And you know what? He gives without fault finding. It's God's supernatural grace. It's his supernatural spiritual blessing. It's his favor. It's Let's look at this again. I, I love this scripture. It says, for out of his fullness, we have all received. Received is past tense. We have it now. You have it now. You just got to start to work it. <laughs> we all had a share. We were all supplied with one grace after another and a spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing. Even favor upon favor. And gift, this is what I really love, heaped upon gift. <laughs> Grace is the power of God to change. I'm going to tell you again, there's always a God side and there's always your side that you have to play. For every promise God has made, this is the deal. This is how he works it. This is imparted to you now. All of that, it's super natural. It's already given to us. And here's another thing. God doesn't just say here and well, just figure it out. Look at this next scripture. John 14, Jesus' sacrifice allowed the Holy Spirit to come to all believers. Look what it says that the ministry of the Holy Spirit is. Look at this. But the comforter, that's, that's, the, that's Holy Spirit. He's coming to you. If you're a Christian, he dwells within you. He dwells within you. And listen to this. But the comforter, like, oh, don't we need this? Counselor, you know, you might be overwhelmed and just simply find yourself crying and you don't know why. But this is where the counselor comes in. You say, Lord, why am I crying? Help me. Because the next thing he says, he's the comforter, helper, intercessor, advocate. Oh, don't we need this? The strengthener, the standby. The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place. Listen, Jesus, listen, the Holy Spirit is representing Jesus and acting on his behalf. I love this. He will teach you all things. He will teach you all things and he will cause you to recall. He'll remind you and bring to your remembrance everything I've told you. So we know we have the help that comes from the Heavenly Father. <laughs> okay, let's get serious again. My question to you is how you're helping your children. Again, family is God's idea. How are you helping your children? In my day, when President John F. Kennedy was assassinated, I remember exactly where I was. I remember exactly where I was, and I remember exactly the adults 
response to the whole thing. Now I'm asking you, what will your children remember with this COVID-19 saga? Hmm? Here's what I'd love to hear them say. They could say this, if you yield, yield to the Spirit of God, put these weaknesses before him, ask him for grace to change. The Holy Spirit will help us, empower us to overcome these things. We want to act like we're in the family, don't we? <laughs> we do, glory to God. Your kids, if you spend the time with them, spending time with them, focusing on the Lord, use the resources we have for you. We do it for you. We do it so that they can grow and know Jesus. They could say, our home changed. Our home changed. Love abounded in our home. Mom and dad taught us about the Lord. We saw their faith and trust in the living God. And they grew like never before. They spent time with us. Wouldn't that be great to hear your kids when they're older say, you spent time with us and you, you spent the time, you taught us that Jesus is faithful and true. And because now we know the living God, we know that we're safe. We know that he'll provide for us. We know that he loves us with an everlasting love. See, God the Father has lavished his grace upon his church. And the church is not a building. You're the church. He's lavished this grace upon us. And if we receive this grace, it's the power to change. The atmosphere of heaven could be in your home. That's what God wants. That's what God wants. Listen, I know that God is refining each one of us. He's been refining me. I'm not there yet. I'm still a work in progress. But I have an ear to hear. How about you? <laughs> He's given me grace to change, and I'm so happy for it because I hate when I mess up. I don't like that. I don't want to be like that. Amen? And you shouldn't either. Listen, <laughs> husbands and wives, don't distance yourself from each other at this time. You got to communicate. You got to talk. You got to. Today's the time to unify in the Lord, to build each other up, to speak words of love. Start speaking encouragement to one another and to your kids. You might say, well, Pastor Steve, I'm just not like that. I say, really? <laughs> because our whole kingdom speaks this way. Our whole kingdom speaks this way. You have grace to change if you call upon it. Remember that first scripture that we spoke about? If our whole kingdom is speaking this way, we are to bear the family likeness of his son? Mm. Okay. God's refining us right now, all of us. Do you have an ear to hear? Our heavenly father is heaped grace upon grace so that we can display the character of his son. We've got to put the word in our heart. We have to speak it out of our mouth. When we put it in our heart, it, that's believing. When we speak it out of our mouth, that's faith in action. 
The spirit of faith is we believe in our heart and we speak out of our mouth. That's the way of the kingdom. That's how you receive and live out the promises of God. You can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. Here's another God-breathed wisdom for our homes. I want you to listen to this. This is really important. And this is helpful in my own life. Proverbs 21. It's on the screen. Look at it. He who guards his mouth and his tongue guards his soul from trouble. Hmm. Wow, I like that. Father, I'm asking you for grace so that this can be who I am. I want to change. Help me, Lord. That's how it works. Look at this next scripture. Proverbs 25, verse 28. If you live without restraint and are unable to control your temper, you're as helpless as a city with broken down defenses open to attack. Your words can build your family or you can split it apart. I asked you earlier to examine what you're doing during this time. Examine how you're treating your wife, your husband, your children in this COVID-19 saga. You know what I'd like you to do? I'd like you to bow your heads right now and let's pray because I know all of us need this. Uh, you know, I'll pray over you. I say, Lord God, forgive us. We've attacked others with our words and we've acted outside of your ways. <sighs> forgive us. We've been lazy and drawing near to you by neglecting to read your word. Forgive us. Our prayer life is in shambles. And when you show me my weak link, Lord, I brush it off by saying, oh, that's just the way I am. I've, I'm repenting now. I'm, I am repenting now. I'm asking you for grace to refine me, to change me. Holy Spirit, help me to have ears to hear and then guide my steps that I should take. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Do you know what amen means? It means so be it. Mm. Your words, my words, are containers of spiritual power, and it can change things. Listen, this is important. Jesus is coming back and taking those who are ready. The Bible says in a twinkling of an eye, twinkling of an eye, that we'll be changed and we'll meet the Lord in the air and forever we'll be with the Lord. And I'm inviting you to surrender your life to Jesus. Are you ready? Because Jesus said, be ready. <laughs> because you don't know the day or the time. He says, he goes on to say, there'll be two men in the field and one will be taken and one will be left. Then he says, two women will be grinding and one will be taken and one will be left. You don't want to be left. Not at all. You might say, Pastor Steve, I don't want to be left behind. It's Jesus. He's the Savior. He's your Savior. 
I want you to bow your head. The Bible tells us how to release ourselves into him. The Bible tells us how to be saved. It says this in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. If you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. For it's with the heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness. And with the mouth, confession results in salvation. If you're ready to give your life to Jesus, I'm asking you to bow your head and repeat these words after me. Go ahead. Dear God, yeah, go ahead. Say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner and I'm asking for your forgiveness. I believe Jesus Christ is your son. I believe that he died for my sin and that you raised him to life again. I want to trust you as my savior and follow him all the days of my life. I want to follow him as a Lord. Guide my life and help me to do your will. I pray this in Jesus' name. The risen Christ by his spirit, the Holy Spirit, has done the greatest miracle, if you prayed that prayer, the greatest miracle that could ever happen to a human being. If you prayed that prayer, I'm asking you to let us know. We'll help you any way we can. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.